0: Welcome to the podcast, With All Your Mind, hosted by me, Rachel Grimm. We're here to help understand the Bible with cultural and historical context, linguistic info, and other cool stuff. Enjoy. Alright, good afternoon, guys. This is Rachel, and this is With All Your Mind, and we're back again for another mini-episode um, that aren't so many, they're shorter. You know, I said that they would just end up being shorter. They're, they're running just about 10 minutes. So I'm happy with that. I just wanted to make something a little bit shorter, easier to listen to. You don't have to set apart a a chunk of time to do it. Um, so today we're going to keep on going and we're doing something a little bit different. Every episode before this one had a theme to it. And I don't know if you noticed the theme or if I talked about it a whole lot. I don't remember. Every... Uh, episode before this was about a name or title and this one is not going to be about a name or a title but it's one of those basic words that I thought you know what if we're doing basic terminology and going into the background of it and really digging through this is one that we should do too so this one is gospel and we're going to talk about where does that word gospel come from, what language is that, and then get into the nitty-gritty of the Greek and Hebrew and find some interesting connotations that the word in Greek and Hebrew had, which add a whole lot of flavor. Um, it doesn't change the meaning of the word, but it does definitely adds more depth to it, more information, and it's pretty cool. All right, so let's dig in. So, gospel is an old English word, so it's not Hebrew or Greek, uh, but it comes from, and it came through Latin, from Greek, and the Greek word is euangelion, euangelion. You might be able to figure out what that word is. Evangelical, evangelistic, um, I think those are the two big words that we use in English, that comes from that Greek word, Ouangelion, uh, um uh, and the verb. <laughs> I forget how to pronounce the the Greek verb. It's a, it's a long one. It has that same root on it. Ouangelia, uh, angelia is the root, and you might be able to recognize that root too. Angelia is angel. Angel is just a messenger. So when we talk about angels, they're messengers from God. So okay. Uh, that's my tangent (laughs) go back to gospel so gospel is just the old english word for good news because that's what it means and so euangelia in greek means good news and the word baser in hebrew means good news now there was definitely a huge um, implication connotation association with these words, baser and euangelia, that it was good news specifically. Um, the word baser in Hebrew could be used and it could be bad news, but most of the time it was good news. It was an outlier. It was um, not very common at all when it was referring to bad news. So with euangelia in the New Testament in Greek, And we're going to talk mostly about the Greek because the Hebrew and the Greek have the same connotations, the same ideas, but it's a little bit easier to talk about it in Greek because we have more information about it, okay? So you can take it for granted that what I'm going to say about Greek has the same general connotations in Hebrew, though not to the same extent and not the same uh, circumstances and context, obviously, because Greek was from a different place, at a different time, okay? So the connotations, I really wanted to talk about this because I thought this was really interesting. The connotation with euangelion, which is good news in Greek, well, it was a technical term. It wasn't just any old term. It could be used for different kinds of good news. You could say, I have good news, and use the word euangelion. And you could be talking about the birth of a baby. Probably a more important baby, though. You could talk about a wedding, but probably a more important wedding. It was kind of a bigger deal, whatever this good news was. But the main connotation for this word is that it was for a military victory. And that is that somebody, an uingelia. Which was the messenger, somebody that was bringing the good news. So in English, we would say the evangelist. The evangelist would come, and if he had news of military victory, there was a certain procedure and certain style that he would have, and certain words that he would he would use to announce a military victory. And he was bringing the evangelist was bringing the good news. So the Uingelia was bringing Uh (laughs) euangelion okay this euangelia would bring good news and he would bring it about a military victory and you would know this guy was coming because you would see him and he would be holding a spear and his spear would have a garland on it a laurel garland and he would have a laurel crown on his head and he would go before whoever or to just the city gates and he would announce, we have victory. Now, we know that there's a huge military connotation to this word of victory in battle because at one point, and I have to tell you this whole story because it's a fun story, Nero was a jerk, right? Okay, he, he was a crazy guy. They say that they know that there was a very large military connotation of good news from victory in battle because Nero, when he was touring Greece, really wanted to participate in the Olympic Games when he was in Greece. And this was, I think, in 67 AD. And emperors were not allowed to participate um, in the Olympic Games. There's just a rule against it. So he changed the roles, and he he added on a bunch of events (laughs) so that he could participate in those events. And he added more uh, artistic and oratory events in the games because he considered himself a poet. And so he... (laughs) This is where, like, all history breaks down because, you know, those who are in power write history. So he did well in the games and he won a couple of those events. Who wrote that history? Hmm, I don't know. Anyway, so Nero was so happy that he did well in these events that he sacrificed animals, you know, he did sacrifices to the gods, and he sent out Euangelia to proclaim his Euangelion. He proclaimed the good news of his his gospel, which was that he did well in the Olympic Games. And people were confused and assumed that it meant that he had won a war that they had at the same time. And so people would assume that Euangelion was because of victory in battle, okay? So that's just an example of how strong the connotation was of victory in battle. Okay, so let's look at the Bible, and what does this say? What does this help us to understand about gospel, right? It just means good news. An evangelist is somebody who brings good news, who proclaims good news, and the good news itself is... Well, with the Greek connotation, and this exists in the Hebrew as well, so it's just a continuation of the same idea. The good news was about a military victory. Now, when we talk about the good news of the Bible, and I'm being purposely vague there, what are we talking about? Typically, we're talking about the good news of Jesus Christ. And what is the good news of Jesus Christ? Well, he lived, he died, and he was raised from the dead. Right? Does that have any military connotation to you? Any t- military victory connotation? Not until you add in the idea of the kingdom of God having victory over sin and death and peace because peace and salvation were big parts of the good news of the Um, If you had a military victory. That means the homeland is secure. There's no fear of invasion. You can now relax. The war is over, or at least a big part of it, a big battle. And you have peace and you have security. And that was a big part of the good news of the gospel of Jesus is that the kingdom of God has victory and the kingdom of God has provided us with peace and security, right? So that changed a few things for me when I was thinking about gospel and evangelism and evangelicals and all those kinds of things. When I think about evangelism, I get a little uptight because I haven't always had great experiences watching or being a part of evangelism. But for the basic word with the basic meaning of gospel, good news, evangelism, even the <laughs> the evangelist, right? What we can bring that back to, if you have some baggage with it too, is that it's not about people getting really hyped up to tell you about their life and how their life is different and better because of Jesus, It's not about people being manipulative or people just trying to pump up numbers about who got saved this week. That has nothing to do with evangelism, okay? So if people come up to you and try to evangelize that way, that's not evangelism. Evangelism, according to the Bible and according to what the word really means and the major connotations of it, it means proclaiming that God has had victory his kingdom won. He has given us, he has offered us at least, if you want to be a part of his kingdom, peace and security and peace between him and us. And that's the big one. All right. I'm going to stop there because I'm a little bit long. Hope you guys enjoyed and I'll see you again another time. Bye.